Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you praise. We bless your name. We honor you. We thank you for the privilege to come into your presence once again. In the attitude of worship, um, we're just going to spend some time. I'll keep it brief. Let's just worship God. Let us give him all the praise. He alone deserves our worship. He alone deserves our praise. And this is not by any means to reduce the length of time that I have to speak, but this is us giving honor to whom honor is due. Let us worship our God. You are the God who was, who is and is to come. Jesus. Jesus. And in you I trust. My life is in your hands. Jesus. You are the miracle working God. You are the God who was, who is, and is to come. Oh, Lord Jesus, Jesus. And in you I trust, my life is in your hands, Jesus. Jesus, you are the miracle-working God. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are.
God never fails for you are the covenant keeping God I don't know who needs to hear this Yahweh the covenant keeping God you are acknowledge that you are Yahweh all that we are all that we need all that we will ever need father we acknowledge that you are the Almighty God we acknowledge that besides you there is no other God we acknowledge that without you we are nothing without you we can do nothing Holy Spirit let your glory fill this atmosphere let your glory fill this place as we worship as we praise as your word comes forth let it come with power in the name of jesus spirit of the most high god take the stage this morning the bible says your word comes forth it comes forth to heal it comes forth to deliver i pray this morning that lives will be transformed by your word that will come forth today and at the end of it all lord we promise to return the glory to you in jesus mighty name we have prayed in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen amen like pd would say my assignment here is very simple <laughs> please be seated please be seated okay um this month of november the holy spirit gave us a theme which is uh the surge if you've been with us, if you've joined us from the, at least from the beginning of this month, you would have encountered God's word in great and mighty ways. Um, the very first part of it, I, I, I cannot, for the life of me, oh, the very first part of it, the very first installment had to do with prayer, the power of prayer. And our, our, our anchor text, will come to that in a bit. The very first installment had to do with the power of prayer. The second was a call to us as prophets to arise, to arise in that place of the prophet and to speak the word and to decree the word as we see it. So knowing what to do, not just being faced with a situation, but knowing what we ought to do. This third installment, by the grace of God, is, I would say, it, it comes together. And when, when the word comes to you, you would understand where I'm coming from. It comes together. This I'm going to title The Seed. The Seed. And the Holy Spirit will help us this morning. Our anchor text for the month, uh, for, um, for the month, yes, is Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Romans 8, 11. If the spirit of him... 
It starts with a but. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, if that spirit dwells in you, that spirit has the capacity to bring your mortal bodies to come to life. That spirit has the capacity to stir up something in the inside of you and to propel you to become what God has made you to be. That spirit that raised Christ from the dead has the ability to do that. This morning, we're going to be focusing on the seed. And we're going to start off with the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Ideally, we can go back to 26, but in the, inter in the interest of time, we're just going to read from verse 28. It says, then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. This was God speaking to man that he had made in his imagination. If we go back to verse 26, we will see where God spoke to, um, God speaking to God. God speaking to God. God, God speaking to you know, the Son and the Spirit said, let us make man in our image. Now that was in God's imagination or in God's mind. God thought about man. But even in his thinking about man, he thought about a man that had the capacity to be fruitful that had the capacity to multiply, to fill the earth and have dominion over the earth. That was what God thought about man. In other words, permit me to say that was a seed that was deposited in man at the time God thought about man, the way he wanted man to be, the way he had, he had envisioned that man will be. Okay. Now, God has deposited seeds of greatness within every one of us. There are certain seeds that God has deposited within every one of us, and it is our expectation. The expectation is that the seeds will grow. God's desire is that whatever it is he has deposited in the lives of each and every one of us will take root and, be, and bear fruit. So it's not just taking root, but it's bearing fruit. However, however, there is a possibility for those seeds to be dormant. I'll come to that later. There is a possibility for those seeds to be dormant, but notwithstanding, there is a seed in each and every one of us. Because when God said, let us make man, God did not say, let us make PD, and then he will be fruitful and multiply, and then we'll make, let us make this other person, and this person will not be fruitful. No. God said, let us make man. So God's intention for man is that man be fruitful, and multiply that seed is there now the second thing i want us to understand this morning is that the devil does not have the ability in any way shape or form to steal or to uproot that seed of greatness which god has deposited on the inside of you yes. the enemy has no power whatsoever he can only play mind games he can only tell you things like oh well back in the day you know a prophet spoke over your life or this person laid hands on you. But you know what? You've lived all these years and nothing has happened. So it's not there. It's gone. The devil will lie. But here's the thing. He has no ability whatsoever to uproot that which God has planted in you. The only thing he will do is he will use mind games. He will, play, he will use deception to try and deceive a man and by so doing choke up that seed so that it does not grow the way it ought to grow. That's a message for another day. 
That's a message for another day. But I want you all to know the first thing, which is most important, that in the inside of every one of us, God has deposited seeds that he desires will bear fruit. God desires that everything that he has deposited on the inside of us will bear fruit. The second thing to understand is that it is possible for a seed to be terminated. It is possible for a seed to be terminated. A seed can be dormant. Well, a seed cannot be uprooted by the enemy, but it is possible for the seed to be terminated. Now, I'm not much of a scientist. I think I did agriculture up to GS3, and I didn't like agriculture, but anyways, because they, had to, they made us dig up a farm and plant yams or plant corn or whatever. My corn grew, but um, it was stunted, but <laughs> let's not go into that. It is possible for a seed to be terminated, and science teaches us that seeds, seeds do not remain alive forever. But here's the thing. The extent to which the seed will remain alive depends um, on the type of seed. Now, the extent to which the seed will remain viable will depend on two things, the type of seed and how well that seed is stored. Take note of this. The viability of a seed, the extent to which the seed will remain alive is dependent on the type of seed and how well that seed is stored. The book of James chapter 1 verse 16 to verse 17 tells us every good and perfect gift comes from God. In other words, we know that the seeds that God has sown on the inside of us, if it was God that sowed that seed, it is a good seed. It is a good seed. It is viable. It will, um, in terms of being the type of seed, it is a good seed. Now the second thing, and this is where, this is where we come in. This is where man, this is where you, this is where I come in. Depends on how well we store the seed. Now God in Genesis chapter one verse 28 had sown that seed and said be fruitful and multiply. The question now is what, how, what are you doing? What actions are you taking to ensure that that seed is well kept? To ensure that the word that God has deposited on the inside of you or God has spoken about you is well kept, is well protected. Did you just take the word, you wrote it down, possibly in your sermon notes because it came as you know somebody was preaching and then you closed it and moved on? Or did you take the word and did you keep it before you? The psalmist said, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. When he said that I may not sin against you, he was not saying so that I will fall into sin. He was saying so that I don't stray away from your path, away from your purpose, away from your will for my life. Now, if the psalmist could say, your word have I hidden in my heart. In fact, if we look through the book of Psalms 119, different verses, he made reference to how he keeps the word of God before him how he meditates on the law, how he, you know, holds on to the word so that, you know, this will happen and that will happen. Because he understood that if he will become anything, if he will become anything, it is dependent on his relationship with the word. If I may put it that way. In the same way, that seed of greatness. Now, this is more of a science lesson, so... <laughs> but, but, but in the midst of it, I don't want us to lose the fact that the Holy Spirit has the ability to communicate with us, communicate to us through life itself. 
God has the ability to communicate with man through creation itself. So let's not just focus on seed, seed, seed. I want us to pay attention to what the Spirit is saying to you. What he will say to me is not what he will say to you. But don't lose sight of what he will say to you because it is important and we'll see that at the end of this all. In the same way, the spirit of greatness deposited on the inside of us remains alive. It remains active. It remains alive as long as we take the necessary actions to keep them alive. We know the word, the, the seed that was sown from the beginning is a good seed. We know God's gift concerning us is good and perfect. So we know that seed will not die. The next thing is, what actions are we taking to ensure that the seed is well kept, is well stored, or, you know, it, 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 it's, 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 it's within the right environment, for lack of a better term. It's within the right environment. The Bible, let us turn to Matthew 12. Matthew 12, 35 to 37. Matthew 12, 35 to 37. I would not read all the verses, just in the interest of time. Matthew 12, 35 to 37, Jesus said, speaking to the Pharisees, he says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things. I think we can stop here. Positive declarations. Now we've received the word from God concerning, you know, God has deposited the seed into our heart. If we want to go back to Genesis 1, God has said you will be fruitful. God has said you will multiply. God has said you will replenish the earth. God has said you would have dominion. God has said you would, you know, God has given you a specific word concerning your life. Now, Jesus is saying here, out of the good treasure of your heart, you bring forth good things. Out of your heart, as you focus on the word that God has put on the inside of you, and you constantly, constantly make positive declarations, you constantly declare that word. Remember last week, prophets arise. Prophets arise. You are not just receiving the word, but you are declaring the word. As you constantly declare the word, you see that seed begin to take root. You see that seed begin to form. You see that seed begins to, to do whatever it needs to do in the soil and very soon you see it to bud. The second thing, focusing on God's word to you. It's very easy to lose sight when we don't see um, results. We lose sight, we begin to wonder, we begin to worry. God, you said this, why am I not seeing anything? God, you said, you know, 2020 is my year of shining, but the year has been a dark year, so. How is it my year of shining? Psalms 119 verse 16. Psalms 119 verse 16. If we can turn to that quickly. Psalms 119 verse 16. Is that coming up? No? Okay. I'm going to read Jeremiah 15 very quickly. Jeremiah 15, um, 16. Jeremiah 15, 16. The Bible says here, Your words were found and I ate them. Your words were to me a joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O God of hosts. God's word to you. God's word to you. You find his words. You eat them. His words become life to you. His words become what your heart focuses on and keeps you going. You are focusing on the word of the Lord. You are focusing on the word of the Lord. I'm going to run to Psalms 1, 1, 
sorry, Psalms 119 verse 16, because I know we need to, is that, is that what's on the screen? Okay, your words came to me and I listened carefully to them. Your words made me very happy because I'm called by your name, Lord God all-powerful. Again, we see the, the, the need to focus on the word of God concerning you. It is very easy to lose sight of what God has said about you. And that's where the enemy comes in with mind games and deception to throw you off what God has said. But if you keep the words of God, if you keep his words as your focus, if you focus on his word, constantly declaring his word, no matter what the enemy comes to say to you. You are, you, are, you are quick to ignore. You are quick to resist him because you know what God's word says concerning you. Finally, the third thing that one of the actions I feel is very necessary if you want to keep those seeds alive. Following the direction of the Holy Spirit. Very important. Very important. And that is where most times we tend to fall short because we feel we know what is best. We are all-knowing, we are all-seeing, we are in our minds Alpha and Omega. We know more than God, so we want to do it for ourselves. We want to help ourselves. But the Bible says in Psalms 32 verse 8, this, this particular scripture has become a very, should I say, become an anthem for us. God saying, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my own eyes because he knows the paths that you ought to take. He knows what you will do. He knows where you would go. He knows the people that you will connect with. He knows the, the relationships that you will need to build. He knows the organizations that you will need to be a part of or that you need to walk in. He knows the churches that you would need to serve in. He knows those things that you will need to do in order to bring about that fruitfulness that he has deposited on the inside of you but when you begin to stray when you begin to turn away from the path what you do is you end up struggling you end up going around in circles like a gps it tells you turn left and you're like well i'm just going to go straight of course the gps will let you go straight but it will take you through a longer route at the end of the day you will still come back to where you were running away from so it is with god Unless we follow the instructions of the Holy Spirit, unless we follow his guidance, unless we allow him to lead us, that fruitfulness, that fruitfulness will not come through. That fruitfulness will not come through. And I pray that God will help us. I pray that God will help us. A pregnant woman, for example, just a simple illustration. Everybody knows a pregnant woman has some, something on the inside of her. And in that stage of pregnancy, there are some things that she must do in order to ensure that that pregnancy stays alive. There are some things that she must not eat in order to ensure that that pregnancy stays. There are some things that she must not do. Who has heard of a pregnant woman fighting? Like, you know, like market style fighting. You want to go to the market and fight. Well, that, at the end of the day, if that baby survives, it's, it's, it's by the mercy of God. In the same way, when you know what you carry on the inside of you, you are not, you are not phased. Even when they try to bring what, whatever it is they try to bring your way, you are not faced. Your focus, like, your, what's that word? Your focus is, is um, laser focus, thank you. Laser focus because you know what God has said and that is where you are going. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Finally, when the seed has come to full term, when the seed has come to full term, as, in a, as with a pregnant woman, as we see with a pregnant woman, there must be that period of travail. There must be that period where she has to go through some sort of pressure. She has to exert some sort of pressure to bring forth that seed. 
also in the same way for us as human beings. When the time of life comes, when the seed that God has deposited on the inside of us has come, you know, come to the point where it will, you know, yield something that the world will see. Because all this while, nobody's seen anything. All this while, it's, it's growing on that. Nobody's seen anything. But the time will come when the world has to see it. Trust me, the enemy comes in at that time and he tries to throw you off balance. The enemy comes in at that time and he tries to throw you off balance. And this is where most times we give up because we don't have that ability. We don't have the capacity to travel. Or should I say maybe because we try to do it on our own. We try to stand on our own. We try to push on our own instead of depending on the help of the Spirit. The Bible says, if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, that spirit will give you the strength you need to do everything that you need to do. This is me paraphrasing now. A pregnant woman cannot give birth on her own. I mean, we've heard some weird stories about people giving birth on their own and, you know, doing all sorts and then taking themselves to the hospital. It's possible. It's possible. But there might be complications. A pregnant woman needs the help of somebody to bring that baby forth. There has to be some sort of pressure. Even if, even if it's, okay, let's assume it's CS. Even, I'm not a doctor, but even if it's CS, there has to be some sort of pressure. Yeah. There has to be pressure. I went through CS, so I know. There has to be pressure. Yeah, there has to be pressure. In the same way, for something of such worth, for something of such value to come to the forefront, you cannot do it on your own. You need the spirit of God. You need that power that raised Christ from the dead. You need that power that raised Christ from the dead. You need that power that raised Christ from the dead. Now, one thing I want to mention here, from the moment a seed is deposited in our hearts, you need the spirit of God, not just to help you, not just at the end of it all, but you need him through that journey. You need to be plugged into him. And now this is where the prayer comes forth. This is where the prayer comes forth because you are plugged into him. You spend time with him. He gives you the word. You open your mouth. You declare the word. He gives you instructions. You are, will you are willing to go forward, not compromising, not turning to the left or to the right. Then you receive the physical manifestation of what was spoken to you. I want to show something very quickly. This is the last, um, I'll try to keep this the last verse because we're out of time. Psalms 119 verse 81. This scripture changed so many things for me. Psalm 119 verse 81. Actually, I'll read through two scriptures. Psalm 119 verse 89, sorry. 89. Psalm 119 verse 89. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. God speaks a word to you. <laughs> that word has not yet come into manifestation. His word is settled in heaven. But you know what? There is something that you must do. There is a role that you must play for that word to become settled in your life. Psalm 115, I believe it is Psalm 115 verse 16. Psalm 115 verse 16. I hope I have this right. Psalm 115 verse 16, the, the Bible says the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. 
God's word is settled in heaven. The heaven of the heavens are the Lord. Forever, O oh God, your word is settled in heaven. The heavens of the heavens are the Lord, but the earth he has given to children of men. The question is, what are you doing about that seed that he has deposited on the inside of you? Are you waiting for God to come down from heaven and play your role? Or you will take about that, that which he has given to you. You will take about the power. See, when Jesus told his disciples, wait for the spirit, he knew what he was saying. He knew what he was saying. There is an absolute need for the church to come back to the spirit of God. Because if we, move, if we will see, if we will see the things that God will do in this season, it has to be by the spirit of God. By the spirit of God, not without him. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit will quicken your mortal body. Let us rise up as we pray. Let us rise up as we pray. The inability of a man to travel or stay in the place of prayer can lead to consequences that are not in line with God's word. Their inability to stay in the place of prayer, the inability to depend on the person of the Holy Spirit can bring to an end or can cut short that which God had in mind for you or bring it to a place that is not in line with God's word. The Bible says in Romans 8.26, the spirit understands our weaknesses and he prays for us. The question is, are you praying? The spirit is praying for you, but are you praying? The spirit is instructing you, but are you moving? The spirit is telling you what to do, but are you doing it? Or are you still waiting for help? Are you still waiting for your father to help you? Or are you still waiting for your uncle to help you? Are you still waiting for someone to set you up in that business? Or are you still waiting for a man to connect you when the spirit of God has instructed you on what to do? It is the spirit that quickens us. It is the spirit that empowers us to take the right action. It is the spirit that quickens us. This morning I pray for every single one of us here, in person or online, everyone connected to this particular service. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that for every seed that God has deposited on the inside of you, that there will be a stirring up, that there will be a quickening in the name of Jesus. More than ever before, you will be quickened to take action. More than ever before, you will be quickened to move. More than ever before, you will be quickened to run. More than ever before, you will be quickened to do what God has asked you to do. In the name of Jesus, enough of the crying, enough of the wailing, enough of giving devil your mind to play games with, enough of all that nonsense. Now is the time to spend time in prayer. Now is the time to arise up as a prophet and speak God's word concerning you. Now is the time to arise up and depend on the person of the Holy Spirit. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you only then will your mortal body be quickened only then will your mind be quickened only then will you be quickened and be able to do what God has destined you to do I pray in the name of Jesus for everyone wondering for everyone asking questions oh 2020 is our year of shining was this a lie oh 2020 this god why haven't why have i not seen this oh 2020 is supposed to be our year of greatness but i'm still here where i started off oh i'm even worse off that i started at the beginning of the year this morning i speak to you this morning depend on the person of the holy spirit rest upon him go back to that place of prayer and then arise and declare the words that 
what he puts in your mouth in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Genesis 128 God spoke let us make man in our image and God thought of man as being fruitful having dominion over the earth and then in verse in chapter 2 he went on to form man. If God can speak, if God can speak and then take action to bring to pass that which he had thought, how much more you? I pray this season that you will be quickened by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this season that you will be quickened by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this season that you will be quickened by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. For everyone that the enemy has been playing mind games with, I bind that spirit of deception. I curse that spirit of deception. I bind you out of the hearts and minds of this ones. In the name of Jesus, I come against that spirit of depression. I hear the spirit of God saying depression. I come against that spirit of depression right here, right now. I curse you spirit of depression. You have no place in the mind of that child of God. I bind you and cast you out of that life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, children of God, go forth and prosper. Go forth and be fruitful. Go forth and have dominion. Go forth and do everything that the Lord God Almighty has commanded you to do. In the name of Jesus. Before we bring this to a close, I want to pray for a special group of people. Anyone here amongst us that is yet to accept Christ as Lord and Savior. The Bible makes us to understand if we go through the parables of Jesus, you will see that that seeds or talents or whatever it is were given to a certain group of people they were not given to strangers they were not given to outsiders they were not given to guests they were given to sons they were given to servants god will only deposit what he will deposit in the people that have acknowledged him or should i say have a relationship with him this morning i want to invite you if you are here this morning and you are not quite sure if you are born again or you know that you are not born again. Maybe you grew up in church. Maybe your parents are pastors. Maybe you, you serve in church, but you don't have a relationship with Christ. This morning, I want to invite you. God has so much, so much in store for you. So much in store for you that can only come alive when your spirit is reborn that can only come alive when your spirit is regenerated that can only come alive when your spirit is made alive and the only way that can happen is if you accept Christ as Lord and Savior so this morning if that is you right there where you are I want you to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and he raised up again he was raised again the third day later um, three days later and he sits at the right hand of God. The Bible says when you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth that you will be saved. If that is you this morning, I would just want you right there where you are to just make that confession. Confess Jesus as Lord over your life. Confess Jesus as the one who is enthroned in your heart and trust the spirit of God to begin to do great and mighty things in your life in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I lift up this ones before you. As many 
as many guests, as many strangers, as many outsiders that have decided, made that decision to become sons today. As many that have said, Lord, I know you have a plan for me, but I need more. I need to come to you. I need to build this relationship with you. Father, I pray for these ones in the name of Jesus, that you will accept them into your own. I pray that you will accept them as they come to you in the name of Jesus. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. His spirit is reborn. By reason of the spirit is reborn, that seed is stirred up. And I pray that as they continue to walk with you, the spirit of God leading them, the spirit of God guiding them, their mortal bodies will be quickened to come to bring to pass that which you have spoken concerning them. In the name of Jesus, their lives will forever be changed. Their lives will forever be changed. And we will all live to give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.